Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Wicked Fam. I already fucked that up. (laughs) Hey, Wicked Fam. I'm Nicole. I'm Ben. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday if you're listening to this on Tuesday. And if you're listening to any other day of the week, happy any other day of the week. There you go. We are like hair straight back around here. Oh my God. I feel like we talk about that every podcast, but Well, it's just it's like our life right now because we're listing our house this week. The tiny home gets delivered this week. I'm traveling to Victoria to shoot a wedding. It's just like, it's a busy week. And I'm on a frantic treasure hunt. Oh, yeah. You should have been doing that today. Should have. Long, long story short, my work put out a treasure hunt for seven grand hidden in a cache out in the bush. So Yeah, and you're not on it. Like, what the heck? Well, I think tomorrow after work, I'm going to go look for it because I think I solved the riddle. Yeah, but I have so, a feeling that it it could already be gone. I don't know. I work with a lot of people who um, are not known for their IQ. So I think I might be golden. No comment. It's true. No comment. I work in an industry where post-secondary isn't a requirement. In fact, high school graduation isn't a requirement. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that, actually. Well, I mean, for majority of them, they want it just for the sake of it. But yeah, yeah. my specific work site does not require high school graduation. But you've graduated high school, just to clarify. I have, yeah. Thank God. Yeah. And just, I have post-secondary. Just to let everyone know. You do, actually, yeah. Yeah. We both do. Yeah, we're smarties. High five. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Okay, this is so exciting. Well, actually, no, it's like really shit. Also, I just want to say, you guys are too good on Instagram. Oh, I know. Okay. One day we're going to win. One day. One day. I thought we had them for sure. I didn't. I knew for sure. I was like, that's too easy. Well, I was like, okay, there might be one or two people who like know this case specifically and they'll guess it. Maybe if we're lucky or if they're lucky. But clearly this is more of a like a well-known thing or something i don't know i had it was never just like, heard boom, of it boom 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 everyone just knew i know but i mean like they're true crime junkies like yeah that's their thing i feel like we're the amateurs even though sometimes we're the ones <laughs> well yeah because everyone's like i know what that is and i was like really i just learned about it the other day yeah <laughs> well either but way anyway we're gonna make it harder maybe even blurring photos out from here on out Who there knows? you go and uh now i know a lot about this case yeah a lot a lot so, you ready? Wait, no, not yet. Oh, right. There we now go. I'm ready. Now it's official. Now we can officially get our shit together yeah. here. I'm going white girl today with a white claw. Yeah. Mango. <sighs> the cherry's the best, though. No, it's not. I think cherry's the best. Okay, so this is the story of Caitlin Coleman. 
but she, okay. she went by Katie. Katie. Katie Coleman. Let's hear about Katie. Katie, what's your story? Oh, man. You know what? It's just shitty, but that's okay. Well, I kind of know a little bit, and yeah, but. It was January 25th, 2005, and it started out just like any other day. Well, that's good. That's good. Sun was shining, maybe. But you know, when someone says it started out just like any other day, you, you know, know yeah. it's shit. You know, the rest is going downhill. Am I right? So Katie woke up, had breakfast, prepared for her day. Um, and her father, John. Okay. Sorry, I already fucked this up. So <laughs> Way to go. Had breakfast prepared by her mom, Angela. Okay. And then her father, John, drove her to school. Okay. That's a huge difference there. Yeah. But I mean, she's still point. prepared for her day. I mean, I just, I missed that her mom made her lovely breakfast. And that just shows that her mom's probably pretty cool. Yeah. Cheers to those moms out there doing that hard work for those kids. Exactly. They work hard. Those dads too. Don't forget them. Well, the just, dad drove her yeah. to school. So exactly. There you go. All those good parents. Yeah. She attended Crawl. Oh, we already went over this. Crawther, <laughs> Crotherson? Craw, Crothersville. It, it was brother but with a C. Crother. Crother. See, I, already, <laughs> I listened to it like on pronounce and then I'm like reading it. I'm like, I already forgot. I already forget. Okay. Crothersville. Crothersville. There you Crothersville. go. Crothersville. Nailed it. Now you guys are all going to remember. So she attended Crothersville Elementary School in Indiana. Once school was out for the day, Katie he- headed home as per usual. Mm-hmm. This was around three o'clock. She arrived home to find her mom busy preparing dinner. That good mom doing the good mom yeah, stuff. making breakfast, now making dinner. Like, whew. And this makes her sound like an absolute little angel. But she wanted to help her mom out. So she volunteered to walk to the nearby store to pick up some toilet paper because the family was like pretty much out of ass wipe. <laughs> She's a little angel. They're out of ass wipe. Way to just drop like, that. I in don't know. Well, like what a sweet little girl, right? Definitely. I can just picture it now. Hey, mom, do you need me to go to the store to pick up some ass wipe? <laughs> she didn't say ass wipe. I'm sure she did. I'm picturing it. She did. She said it. And I don't even think I actually mentioned this in here, but she's like 10. She's 10 years old. I don't think I said that. So she's this little bean, you know? Yeah. Her mom agreed and gave her some money. The store she was heading to was about a block and a half away. And Katie did do this trek often. It wasn't like her first rodeo. Okay, she's yeah. done it before. Um, and I wanted to mention that the town they lived in, Crothersville, was a small town. About like 1,500 people or so. Oh, okay. That's definitely small. Yeah, it is small. So everyone knew everyone. And it came across as a as a relative safe town, but we'll we'll dive into that. One of those places like maybe you can like leave your door unlocked at night yeah. sort of thing. Well I mean like everyone was up in everyone's business. So and here okay, this is like a little side story that I wanted to include. Let's hear it. What do you got? It has nothing to do with Katie. <laughs> but it just gives some context on like the size of the town. Um that it appeared to be somewhat of a religious town and that like I said everyone, you know, knows knows your business. Yeah. So a porn store Opened in 2005 called Lion's Den. Do you dig it? Lion's Den. Den. Actually, yeah. That's quite the name. I'm taking a sip of water here. Do it. Take that sip. Hydrate. It's important. Well, yeah, it's hot here. It's like 35 degrees Celsius right now. I don't even think it's. I think it's 25. What? I think you're way wrong. Then why do I like sweat just from laying in bed? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure it's only 25 degrees, dude. No. Malarkey. I call malarkey. It's 28. Oh, gosh. I was closer. And it's 7.30 p.m. right now, so it's been cooling off a bit. Yeah. So. Okay. So from the day the store opened, Christian protesters set up a platform alongside the fence of the property. 
in order to photograph people walking in and out of the store. Dick move. This was done day and night with the photos later being posted to a website that they alleged, they said, would get 2 million views. Like, (laughs) Sure. The protest organizer was the the pastor of the First Baptist Church. And the group called themselves the Union Town Watchdogs. <laughs> Among writing down license plates and notifying trucking companies if their drivers stopped at the store, they would sometimes yell comments at people entering this porn store and offer them free Bibles. I would be one of those people who goes in repeatedly and makes my face known. I would go into the store and I would come out with a blow up doll blown up under my arm and being just like, sup cl- guys. Just to stir up, stir the pot, oh, eh? hell yes. Well, I would I be mean, all up in that. It's a bit, it's a bit much. Like, oh, definitely. Just let people live their life. Like, yeah. let them just live their life. If someone wants to get their kink on, let them get the kink on. Don't kink shame. And I mean, it's a store. It's not like it's like against the law. Yep. Anyway, so several complaints were also made because at night, the Uniontown watchdogs would shine a floodlight in the faces of drivers like passing by, oh, like in pre- preparation to take their photos. So this yeah. was like a freaking safety hazard. Can you imagine driving along the road and then all of a sudden this thing just shines right in your face? Yeah, that that's a major like, car accident waiting to happen. You think... I get someone drive by with like just not even high beams on me at night, like little extra bright lights. Oh. And I'm like about to hit the ditch. I know. Yeah. And like, I mean, it was like, is our, am I getting abducted by an alien here or what's going on? <laughs> Bring on the probing. Um. So the store was eventually shut down. Like, I mean, it's yeah. just inevitable with the reason that the store violated a country licensing or ordinance being in operation within a thousand feet of a residence. Oh, God. So, I mean, they just like, I don't know. That just sounds like made up shit to me. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's the town. Sweet. So a little Christian Crothersville. Town. Welcome to Crothersville. Yeah. They're uh, good old Crothersville. You know, <laughs> just porn shaming people and stuff. Oh, gosh. Okay. So back to Katie. <laughs> um, so she was en route to pick up the toilet paper, right? Mm-hmm. And the toilet, this place, I think it was like a dollar store, was about a block and a half away from her home. So not really that yeah. far. After, she knows the route sort of thing. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like she's 10. I mean, probably at that age, you kind of can venture, especially like if you're in a small town. And, oh, yeah. You well, know? I grew up on a dirt road out in the sticks. Like I was by 10 biking kilometers up the road, going out in the bush, playing with friends and stuff. So, yeah. And I like I lived pretty close to my elementary school, so I'm pretty sure by then I was like expected to walk home. Yeah, most likely. So after purchasing the toilet paper, however, the ass wipe, the ass wipe, get that, get it right. Come on now. Katie did not return home. (gasps) Katie. She did not return home. Initially, Katie's mom wasn't really worried. Katie was a very popular girl with a lot of friends along the route that she traveled. So the mom kind of just figured that she got caught up playing. Yeah. You know, didn't really realize the time. Shit happens. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like something a 10-year-old would do. Mm -hmm. But she did start making some calls to see if anyone knew where her daughter was. When no leads came of this, and by this time Katie's father was also home from work, they started getting a bit more worried for their daughter's safety and went out themselves to search for their little girl, following the route that she would have taken. Again, back on that good old parenting. Yeah, I know. They're doing their thing. They're, They're doing, doing good. it right. They're doing a good job. I like these parents. Yeah, because 
they're good parents, but I mean, they probably like I imagine like the mom probably feels guilty. Probably. Which is really shitty. Yeah. You're a little bit off your microphone. You're you're drifting a bit. Well, because we're not facing each other. You're bothering me. Well, I'm sorry that we're in an awkward room <laughs> right now because we're trying to make our house look good to sell it. Just yeah. Tu- just turn your mic so it points towards your mouth a bit more. Like this? There you go. Okay. Because I have a feeling you might drift in, in like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, probably do it again. Like yeah. Talking like this and you can't really hear shit because you're over here <laughs> sort of thing, you know? Okay. So it was around 738 when they called the police to report their daughter missing. Gotcha. And she left to go to the store around three. So it was, it was a little bit of time in there, right? So when the police arrived at Katie's house, they were, there were already hundreds of people out searching for, for Katie. Oh, wow. You know, like it's, they all want to do their part. Their search went through the night. They had a helicopter and sent dogs on it. Katie's scent led the dogs to the nearby train tracks, but then the scent was lost again. Oh, shit. A neighbor did tell Katie's family that on the day she disappeared, she had come to their house to let them know their dog had been killed on the train tracks. Mm, okay. So she was over there, and one of the neighbors did know, which is shitty that the dog died too. I was thinking like someone like drug her over there and on the train or something. I know, maybe. I know, or like that she just took off on a train or. Well, like by the sounds of it, I can't see Katie taking no. off on her own. No, so. I don't think she would do that. So it wasn't until two days later that an Amber Alert was issued. There was no initial evidence of an abduction until an eyewitness came forward claiming they saw a girl who looked like Katie in a white pickup truck. The witness described the driver as a very skinny white man, about six feet tall, with short dark hair and a fair complexion. Okay, okay. So a sketch was released of this. I should almost like the sketch is just like horrific. Like I saw the sketch and I was like, holy shit, I could be a sketch artist. We should post because the it, sketch it's then. like not good. Like and like I'm saying that because I'm a terrible driver or driver. <laughs> I mean, you kind of are. Okay, actually, I'm an amazing driver. You have road rage out the ass. Okay, like, but that's not really bad though. Yes, that is bad. I don't ever like. I just like swear when I'm driving. I don't do anything. And about then it. you speed up and tailgate the guy that you said oh, cut no. you off and shit. I do not tailgate. That's like my pet peeve. Like, don't tailgate. Don't tailgate. That will make me just like lose my shit. See, I'm like, if someone pisses me off, I don't swear. I don't curse. But well, maybe a little bit, but I don't get mad. But I will fucking tailgate the shit out of them. (laughs) And I will let them know. See, I think tailgating is the worst. Like if someone if I'm just like driving to work and someone's tailgating me instantly, my day's shit. (laughs) It's like back off. Okay, if I may, I've got a bit of a story for everyone listening out there. We own a Chevy Silverado, mm-hmm. bright fucking orange pickup truck. Like it's, think of a pylon. Because like Ben likes to be noticed. I, I like bright colors. I'm an out there kind of guy. <laughs> it's like a pylon color, like in a construction zone. For whatever reason, this thing is just a magnet for people cutting you off. Like I can drive a car, another truck, SUV, whatever, other people's vehicles, never get cut off. Drive this truck, you will get cut off two or three times just going downtown. And I've been driving it recently just because our car is in like do in the best of shape. And um, yeah, you're right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand it's, it why. It is actually is crazy. Like it just blows your mind. Okay. You done with the story? Sorry. You done? I digress. I'm sorry. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> now we all know. Okay. So the witness also mentioned the girl in the truck did not appear to be in distress. Okay. I don't know. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, missing person posters describe Katie as being four feet, six inches with chin length, brown hair and brown eyes. 
She was last spotted wearing a red shirt, black sweatpants with a stripe down the leg, black tennis shoes, and a medium light blue winter coat. It also described Katie as having a lazy eye. I'm sorry, but as soon as you described the sweatpants with the stripe down the leg, I was just taken back to like 2003 with like Juicy written across the booty. <laughs> I don't know why, well, this, but I was. Yeah, well, this. Okay, I'm just trying to think. In 2005, like, I guess we would have been a little bit older, hey? In yeah. 2000, we, oh, yeah, we, we were graduated way older. high school in 2006. Okay, never mind. We were older. Because I was like, I probably have pants like that. Did you? Did you have juicy booty? No, sweatpants? I didn't do the juicy booty sweatpants, oh. but I definitely had like the track pant that had like the buttons on it that you could just like the tearaways. Yeah, yeah, you know, the sexy and I think ones. I had they were red and they had purple accents. What so we it should was, do like, super sweet is we should get tearaway sweatpants with juicy written on them on the bottom and sell them for money. No, just you and me wear them just, <laughs> just all the time. Kidding, no one would buy that. We'd walk around town just wearing juicy tearaway pants. <laughs> oh wow, pants. I we would have no friends. Oh, you can have juicy on it and mine can say booty. There we go. Okay, we'll walk down the street together. Yeah, it'll be juicy booty or booty juicy, I guess. <laughs> okay, so his <laughs> parents issued a written statement pleading for their daughter's safe return, saying Please do not harm her. We ask that you just drop her off anywhere so that she may return to a family and community that loves her very much and misses her dearly. Like, I can Aww. only imagine, like, these poor parents. Like, that's just, ugh. It's heartbreaking. So it was on the fifth day of the search, so January 30th, that the search would end for the town. But not in the way that everyone wanted it to end. Of course. Katie's parents received news that Katie's body had been found in a creek by an Indiana State Police trooper. The creek being in the, I think it's Cypress Lake area, around 19 miles away from Katie's home. Her hands were bound behind her back. She had been raped and her final cause of death was drowning. Poor Katie. Like my heart just like sinks for her. That's that's just so sad. Like 10, her like she just didn't get to like live her life. No kidding. And to go through something like that at 10 years old yep. too. Yeah. God, whoever like did that. Are, people are ugh. bringing nasty. You nasty. <laughs> I mean, I say that so often, but it's just like people are disgusting. Like yeah. they're disgusting. You nasty. Not long after Katie's body was found, Charles Hickman confessed to the crime. And it was arrested and charged with Katie's murder. He just up and just be like, yo, I yep. did it? Yep. Oh, shit. He confessed to the police that he and another man, Timothy Sullivan, had abducted Katie. There was a, I didn't find a lot about this, but some articles mentioned there was maybe a third unnamed male around 17, but there was no name or anything. His story being that Katie witnessed an illegal drug transaction on her way home, and they wanted to try and scare her into silence. Okay. They brought her to Tim's house and then the creek in a borrowed white pickup truck where they tied up her hands and she fell into the creek and accidentally drowned, which point they fled the scene. That's uh, not accidentally drowning. No kidding. <laughs> so if you're sitting here trying to scare a child and there's three, two, potentially three of you yep. at Men. a creek yep. and this child falls, I'm assuming face first into the creek, you're going to go... Oh, no. And just, like, watch She's her? She's accidentally drowning. 
we should probably do something. Like, no, you get her out. She's not going to drown. And I'm sorry, but that's not accidental. That's freaking murder. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you murdered her. Yeah, you stood there. She drowned. That's, well, I'm not sure if it's straight up murder, but it's definitely not. Manslaughter, right? That's what that'd be called? Because it's not. We really need to learn our terminology for that sort of stuff. Well, it wasn't like they intended to go murder her. They were intending to just scare her. So that's manslaughter. I don't know. I'm not too sure. We got to learn our definitions. Yeah. So this Charles Hickman, I like Charles Hickman. I kind of just like that name for some reason. Dude was known within the town as being a bit odd. Charles often standing in his yard, gazing at nothingness. Which people thought was weird, but like really, he's just like high out of his freaking mind, probably. <laughs> like when I read that, I was like, well, he's just high. Yep. And he did have a record. At the time of Katie's murder, Jackson Country, which includes Crothersville, was seeing a rise in meth related crime and arrests. Okay, so he's just high on crystal. So, for an example here, in 2004, there was 116 meth related arrests compared to 2002 when there was only 29. So, like, for a low, small population town, like, that is, like, a jump, right? Oh, definitely. It's what a was significant. it, 16,000 people? 1,500. 50, or 1,500. Oh, yeah. shit, I thought it was 1,000. Okay. And then in, in one year, I mean, this is a, a bigger area than just the town, but in one year, 116. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. That's a significant jump. Holy shit. So, after Katie's death, two facilities making bootleg meth were discovered. So her death did seem to bring an end to this, which is good. Like mm-hmm. there was an article about like this brought something good to the town um, because the facilities were shut down. It was said shady characters no longer stalked the streets of the one stoplight town. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. However, ribbons of blue, Katie's favorite color, laced the streets and porches. But all and also were gone were the bike riding and dog walking children. Oh no. Kids only went out to play when their parents were with them. One father said he would make a mental note each morning what his 10 and 7-year-old were wearing for fear of needing to describe them to the police. Oh, God. Like, oh, can you imagine? I just destroyed this town. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, so like, depressing. it's 1,500 people and a freaking 10-year-old's murdered? Like, that's... Yeah. What the shit? I think wow. he'd be, like, literally looking around at everyone. Like, who are you actually, you know? And how long after... Uh, 
Katie was discovered. Did this guy confess to this? Because this was this going on after his arrest still? What was going on? Sorry. Where people were not walking their dogs. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it was. So I wonder if the general public was not believing this confession. I mean, I think it just made them think differently, right? Yeah, I guess. Like, I think as far as they knew, they had their person. But we'll, we're going to dive into this a bit more. Okay. So it appeared to the police that they had their dude, right? With yep. Charles Hickman. He was shady and the story made sense with the current meth problem the town was facing. But when the police questioned his friend, Timothy, he wasn't admitting anything. Of course. And he had an alibi. Oh, so the story Charles was telling would also change almost every time they talked to him, leaving police to think they needed to keep investigating as this may not actually be their guy. Well, I mean, it's just someone who could potentially just be high out of his fucking mind. Well, yeah, and he was odd and I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm he, not saying much more here. I think you've got an opinion. Maybe we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that later. Yeah. Okay. So that's exactly what the police did. They started to dig a little bit deeper. That is when they would have a match of DNA evidence. They found a cigarette butt at the crime scene matching DNA they had found on Katie's body. And the DNA was not a match to Charles. Oh, shit. But rather belonged to an Anthony Ray Stockelman. I think that's how you say his name. Stockelman. Stockelman. Who was not local, but was in town visiting his mother when Katie went missing. Anthony, he was married with two children at the time, had no previous convictions for felonies or sex offenses. So he had had a clean slate then. Yeah, like I think there was like minor things like. Speeding ticket. Or yeah, like fine. minor, yeah. like nothing like huge. So I didn't really even dive in that deep. So investigators though had previously interviewed Anthony because he ha- he and his truck matched the description given to the police by that eyewitness. Oh, shit. And he was like nothing but cooperative. I said said that really wrong. Like cooperative. (laughs) Cooperative. I'm just going to do it. Okay. He like answered them. (laughs) He answered them. (laughs) He was willing to He cooperated. Yeah. He was willing to like, you know, he didn't seem shady. Like he did what they wanted. Yeah. So they they wanted to search his truck and they didn't have a warrant. So he let them search his truck. Okay. He also took a lie detector test. Did he pass? He passed. Flying colors passed. Though, to be fair, lie detector tests are pretty shady in themselves. Well, I have no idea, but like, I feel like just me being the person I am, I probably wouldn't have even murdered someone and taken a lie detector test and I wouldn't pass. (laughs) Like, right? Shit, maybe I did. What? Where was (laughs) I I that night? I'd be like sweating. (laughs) Did I sleepwalk? Did I... uh, Did I dream something weird that night? Maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel that through and through. So I don't know. I know. I don't actually know if lie detector tests, do they even use them still? They do, but I don't think they use them very often. I think it's like one of those like kind of last resort tools when they just are digging for something. They're just, no. I just think that those just, no. So he was dismissed as a suspect when he passed the lie detector test and Charles had confessed, right? Yeah. But a few weeks later, they arrived once again to collect a DNA sample from Anthony. The DNA, and he he gave it to them. So he, like, he willingly did. So the DNA sample would come back as a match. So he was like fucking shocked apparently. Oh. So also matched were red carpet 
fibers taken from Katie's body matching a rug in the home of Anthony's mother. So, like, that's that's some freaking evidence there. Yeah, no kidding. He was arrested, charged. Oh, sorry. I wrote that wrong in my notes. So he was arrested, charged, and he was up against the death penalty for abducting, molesting, and murdering little Katie. Yeah, rightfully so. His sentencing was scheduled for April 17th, 2005. So, like, this is all pretty quick, hey? Like, she, her body was discovered in January um, 30th. Dang, and yeah, that's... Yeah, like, they did good work here. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's a small town sort of thing, so they're How just, many like, suspects do they have, really? Well, and what other crimes are they dealing with? They probably were able to expedite the process quite a bit. That's true. Um, okay, so he was scheduled to have a sentencing... But he took a plea agreement. The agreement being if he pleaded guilty to the charges, the death penalty he was facing would be taken off the table. Like he didn't want the death penalty. Yeah. He was sentenced to life imprisonment imprisonment, and an additional 30 years for raping Katie. Good. The verdict did have mixed reviews, though, like with the family and the people of the town. Because they wanted him to basically pay the ultimate price, and that was the death penalty, right? Like, they were happy that he was still going to be rotting in jail, but, like, I don't know. I don't know what would be better. Like, if I had someone that did something bad to a loved one, would I rather them rot or just die? Probably just die. I mean, it's not like he got away with it, per se. He's he's there for life. And you said without the chance of parole? Yeah. Did I? Let me just see. Life, yeah, life imprisonment. Yeah, an additional 30 years. So, like, yeah, he was in there for life. Okay. I mean, he's put away for life, so it's not like, I mean, he's going to rot. It's not the death penalty, but it's better than him getting 15 years or getting out on a lesser charge or something. Do unimaginable shit and then they're just, like, out. Okay. It's better than nothing. This is where the story takes a bit of a satisfying turn. Yeah, this is the part I was waiting for. This is the part everyone's waiting for, I'm sure. So karma, revenge, whatever you want to call it, is freaking sweet. Katie's revenge. So sweet, my friends. Anthony was sent to Wabash Valley Correctional Facility. Being that he was convicted of raping and killing a 10-year-old girl, like his time in prison was just going to be shitty. Mm. Like, you know, you're shit. Child molesters, rapists, and all that sort of stuff, they do not have a good time in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, nasty, like you say. <laughs> but do you want to know what would make it even less fun? Oh, I'm pretty sure I already know, but do if tell. If you cross paths with a relative of Katie's oh, while in shit. prison. Like, that is so cool. Like someone maybe, I don't know, Katie's uncle? It's not. It's not? You did it wrong. Oh, sh- I did it wrong? You did it wrong. Oh, who is it? So on September 19th, 2006, Jared Harris, was who was also serving... Or sorry, who was serving a burglary sentence was transferred to the same prison wing as Anthony. Jared was Katie's cousin. Uh, okay, close enough. Close you were enough. wrong. I was wrong. And this is close. where the story gets real good. And I sh- okay, I should say like I don't like condone, condone violence or anything, but I do believe in karma. And I think if you're a shitbag motherfucker. A <laughs> shitbag motherfucker. That you deserve anything that comes yeah, to you. If you're a shitbag motherfucker, you deserve shitbag motherfucker <laughs> shit. So like I don't con- condone this, but like karma. I think I think karma is just should just always be a thing. 
Okay. Karma's a bitch. Karma's a shitbag motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so on September 22nd, 2006, Jared slipped into Anthony's open cell yes. and waited for him to return. When he did, Jared closed the cell door behind him, causing it to lock and trapping Anthony in the cell with him. Like, oh my Fuck gosh, it's yes. so exciting. He put his hand around Anthony's throat and told him, I'm either going to stick you and leave you bleeding or I'm going to tattoo you. So giving like these two options, Anthony chose the tattoo. I'm pretty sure anyone would probably much, choose the pretty tattoo. Pretty much, yeah. Jared then forcefully started applying the tattoo with a makeshift tattoo gun. And would you like to know what the tattoo was? Oh, do tell. Let's hear it. Well, spanning basically his entire forehead in capital letters, Jared tattooed Katie. And below it, in smaller lettering, the word revenge. revenge. Yes. So if he didn't already have a friggin' red flag above his head, right? Right. No kidding. And he, like you said, everyone in this town knows everybody. Everyone knows who Katie is. So mm-hmm. Katie's revenge is going to stick out big time. Oh, absolutely. Like he now has the words Katie's revenge tattooed across the span of his forehead. Yep. Giving himself and others a daily reminder of his crime. Like, yes. Like that is just. I don't it's know. It's fucking amazing. This douche canoe is fucking stuck with this stamp on his forehead yeah. of how much of a fucking douchebag piece of shit motherfucker he is. Yeah. I literally think it's like the best thing ever. Hell yeah. Like I just I just think it just like it just makes my day really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So apparently not much makes my day lately. <laughs> apparently it takes prison tattoos revenging little girls to make your yeah. day. Yeah. I mean that 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 is a day making thing. I so. think so. Okay, so unfortunately, though, two prison guards suspected of supplying the leaked photo of Anthony's new ink were fired. Which I'm like, that's stupid. Is that that infamous photo that's all like yeah. across Google? Because okay. it should it should never have been released, I guess. Mm. And I couldn't find a lot of information on this, but allegedly Jared's sentence was also increased. Gotcha. Like, come on, judge. Like, just let him have it. Let yeah. him have this. No kidding. But I mean, tattoos are against prison regulations um yeah but also raping and killing little girls <laughs> is against society's regulations yeah but this is interesting inmates like they would often give each other t- tattoos with like instruments with plastic utensils and needles yeah like i don't even understand how that works or how they tattoos. would do it i mean i need to watch a video or something on if this. if you look at like how tattoos were originally done it's like came from like tribes and stuff I don't know where exactly, but Ethiopia, Africa, wherever they originated from. Okay. They start with basically just like a stick and then like a fragment of, I don't know, bone or a needle of sort. And they dip it in whatever ink or pigment. And okay. they just kind of repeatedly stab and stick and poke the skin. Oh, so like there's no gun or anything. They're just repeatedly doing it like with their hand most motion. Most likely. I doubt they would find any sort of motors in prison to do yeah. it. Yeah. But they might. I mean maybe smuggle some shit in an electric toothbrush or some shit i don't know well honestly like well i mean we have a glimpse of, of the photo we'll post another one on instagram but like he did a good job then yeah <laughs> like really we also better be posting the sketch on instagram yeah why well, many well yeah i'll post like a little gallery of things okay okay i do want to show you the sketch okay it's crazy if you guys want to see the sketch hit up our instagram wicked yeah. and grim simple wicked as that and grim okay keep going Okay, so one final stone to turn in, turn the, it. in the rabbit hole that I that I went down, you know, um, is a blog post by none other 
than Anthony himself. My oh, nose shit. is like so itchy right now. Then itch that shit. Get I'm a fin- get a finger on I'm the not inside. Doing that. An inside job. So the 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 store the blog post was titled "My Story." It starts off by saying that he's serving a life sentence for a crime he did not commit. Oh. It's a pretty long post, so we'll put like the link um, for, if you want to read it yourself. Um, but I'll touch on like a few of the points. The link will be in the description for the podcast. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm like, you always do that. I'm like, I don't even know where the link is, but it'll be there. <laughs> I'm the editor and I'm the poster, so it's... It will be like in the notes of the podcast, right? That's where yeah. they're, they're put. Okay. The episode description. Yeah, that's where all the notes usually are, the links and everything. And a link to our website. Yes. A little bit of a self-promotion there there you go we got a website we got an instagram we got a facebook though we're like pretty shitty at facebook for some reason i'm trying to fix that that's you um anyway okay so this is kind of where some like discussion here is is gonna happen okay let's discuss i got some more stuff to read but it's like it's interesting let's hear this blog stuff first like that i didn't ever know that he came up with this blog saying well and it was in like i think it was in 2008 so it talked about his surprise when prosecutors claimed his DNA matched, when he was like willing to give a sample and everything. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, someone willing to generally, but no, we've had other cases where people willing to, because at that point, I think they know they're just, they're done. Yeah. Um, and it's how quite far down the line, how he took the, the plea because he was in quotations convinced that would be in his best interest. Well, either you die or you go away for life. What are you going to pick? Yeah, but I think technically, like, if he had went through the whole trial, if he didn't do it, maybe they wouldn't have had enough evidence and, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, but he was convinced to take this plea. There was also some sketchiness happening with his lawyer, who he thought had had his best interest, but he didn't. Oh, shit. To give an example of this, and this is sketch. He said he had his friends and family donate money to pay for retesting of the DNA evidence. But his lawyer was unable to explain what he did with those donations. Really? So like took the money and like never used it for this purpose, I guess. Just probably out getting that freaking meth on the the streets. (laughs) Out staring at shit in his front lawn. So his wife was also on his side like through most of this until one day she just wasn't and testified against him in court. What? Yeah. So that's like a little weird, you know? And he talked a lot about how Charles Hickman, the man who had like originally confessed. Yeah. How the story Charles supplied was like just abruptly discharged with no reason as to why by the police. So and then even after leaving jail, Charles still maintained that he knew he was there and he saw and he knew what happened and that the police were charging the wrong man. So he's saying police are charging the wrong people. Charles. Holy shit. Yeah. But I mean, um, just wait, where am I here? I'm getting. Getting kerfuffled. Um, how credible is Charles? You know? How credible is anyone though, too? How credible is, is Anthony? How credible is yeah. the entire system? So like this thing, I read it and I was like, holy shit. Like he had some freaking convincing arguments in there. And I was just like, oh my gosh like do they not do they not have the wrong do they have the wrong person but then like i was like he's been in jail for a while he's had like a lot of time to think um can you really argue with dna well his dna was there 
But then he even said like he was like maybe they took the cigarette from my truck when they searched it. But then his DNA was also on the body and stuff, right? And in in the 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 string that was used to tie Katie's wrists. Can I'm, you plant that kind of shit? I'm sure you can. Cuz I mean all it really takes maybe that cigarette butt they just rub shit everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. If there is someone trying to plant evidence, I'm sure there's a way to get his DNA over the body. But the like semen too though? Yeah, that's was there CNA there, CNA <laughs> DNA semen DNA there, evidence. There said that there was, yeah. There was. Okay, and then explain the red fibers then. Exactly. So, I don't know. I, and I, the description of his truck. I was literally gun. like reading this and I was like I was feeling almost bad and I was like, holy shit, like he just got this like tattoo on his forehead and like what if he's not the right person? But then, um, and I, I forgot to mention this actually, the year prior mm-hmm. he had appealed, okay, saying that he was, he, that he committed the crime and that he was under the influence of extreme mental or emotional disturbance. He testified that his father had died six months before the crime after a long bout with cancer and that he was basically like taking care of his father and this had like impacted his mental and emotional state. But he mentioned that he that he said he did it. So it's like the year prior, he freaking did it and he was under all this distress di- duress or whatever because his dad died of cancer and he had to watch that, which is shit to watch. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, he's like putting out a blog post saying that he's innocent. Yeah, he just lost all credibility in my mind. I know. Because so when I saw that, that in that he appealed the previous year and had said that he committed and he had taken the plea. So it's like he's all over the place. There are people who have been wrongfully imprisoned for whatever crime. Oh, absolutely. And there are people who have been who take the plea because their lawyer convinces them, whatever the situation, they take that plea, even though they're innocent Mm -hmm. because it seems like that's the right choice. Well, and it could be a financial thing too, potentially, right? Yeah, it could have been. Like, I mean, it's cost a lot of money to like be on trial and stuff. So just for devil's advocate sake here, just say he was one of those people who is innocent and took the plea because of whatever X reasoning. So now he is in prison and he is innocent. He's going to lose credibility by saying, you know, I did do it, but here's all my shit that why I did it. And then the next year, yeah, that didn't work. So yeah. I'm just going to just confess. No, you're going to confess and say, I'm innocent first. Exactly. That, that doesn't go through. You're going to maybe say, okay, sure, I did it. But I like you're going to start grasping there. Well, his appeal, like he probably was trying to get some sort of because you can get maybe more lenient sentence if like you're had some sort of mental yeah. illness or something that you but know if you're innocent why are you going to grasp for a more lenient sentence mm-hmm. wouldn't you grasp for i'm innocent i don't deserve this i should be free yeah that doesn't make sense yeah if they don't believe that you're innocent if you can't get free then you're going to grasp for the leniency and then you're going to plead for the insanity Yeah. That's what an innocent person would do in my mind. Yeah. So he literally, I don't know. I had read his story, his blog post first. And then I, and then I was like, oh man, like I feel bad for him. Like I think that they might have screwed up. And then I came across the appeal that he had done the previous year. And I was like, 
no. You can't have that. You can't have this DNA. You can't have like the red fibers, the matching truck. Like there's there's a lot. But it 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 does seem weird that this other man had confessed and said he knows. It almost just like makes you think like there's more to the story that's like drug related and and they're almost connected or I don't know. Maybe they are connected. Maybe. <sighs> but the, the police said that that Anthony and Charles were not connected. Oh, really? Yeah, that was something that they had found. Well, shit. I guess the guy's just a fucking tweaker and Anthony's a fucking rapist murderer. Piece yeah. of shit, douchebag scum. What'd you say? His. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Nasty motherfucker. No, motherfucking something. Piece <laughs> of shit motherfucker. I don't know. I don't even know. But I mean, I all in all honesty, just like poor Katie. Like she was a little girl that had her whole life ahead of her. And whether it be Anthony, which I'm gonna, I think it's Anthony. That's where my he's the one sa- serving his sentence. He took that. He took that. Yeah, and it's just heartbreaking. And he's now got a fucking banner across his forehead. Yes, I really hope that he cannot get that removed. Yeah, I kind of. There was one report that had said some medical person offered to like remove it. Fuck them. But. I really don't think that it should be removed. Like, why would it? Why? Like, just this is just like karma. Like, just let karma play out here. Yeah. Can we please have that moment? <laughs> so anyway, that's the story. Dang. There that's you the story go. Of Katie's revenge, hey? Yeah. There's a lot more to it than I think you probably originally thought, eh? Oh, yeah. Because I've never researched a story. I've never listened to a podcast. Nothing. I just kind of few articles, like short Facebook articles that I've read in the past. That's yeah. it. So I knew the basics. I thought it was an uncle. Clearly it was a cousin. It was a cousin. I was close. That's close-ish. An uncle's child would be a cousin. So there you go. I was in the same family. (laughs) Okay, there you go. (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, we appreciate you guys being here. Make sure you check out the Instagram. Yes. The website, the Facebook, the whatever else we got. Do we have anything else? I think that's it. We should get a tweeter. A, twi- a tweeter? A tweeter. <laughs> a Twitter. We should get a Twitter and then we cannot use that. I actually vote against that. I have never really used Twitter. I don't even know where the I'm not it a is. Twitter person either. Yeah. So, but check them all out. Our website links down below and on desktop, we have links to our social media. I really got to get that changed. So it goes onto like mobile as well for okay. the social media links. Okay. But until I get that all set up, make sure you guys. Stay wicked friends. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.